I Make Possible is about improving leadership and improving lives. If you believe that you deserve a little better leadership and a little better life, join me in I Make Possible podcast. Welcome, I'm Alex. Hi, Kenza. Hi. It's nice to catch you for another episode of I Make Possible. Okay, for this time around, I'll leave it to you to decide what topic you want to talk about. Hmm, pressure. Hmm, how about talk about SWOT analysis? Um, maybe this is uh, an important toolkit that leaders and managers should have uh, in the in their repertoire. So let's just go jump head on. Um, SWOT analysis basically is a tool that we use uh, to analyze. Um, generally, we call it strategic analysis, but I've seen it used in uh, multiple ways. Uh, I've seen it people use to analyze situation. I've seen people use it to analyze products. Uh, so it is a it's a nice nifty little tool to have. So basically, SWOT analysis, if you picture it, is is broken down into four quadrants. So uh, let's mentally picture four quadrants. So the top half two quadrants are what we call the internal factors. Uh, the bottom half two quadrants are what we call external factors. So SWOT is spelled S-W-O-T, which is the internal factors are strengths and weaknesses. And the external factors at the bottom quadrant are the ONT, which is the opportunities and threats. So in essence, when we do SWOT analysis, we are basically placing factors into four quadrants, uh, which is uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats. So in SWOT analysis, the first thing that we have to do is we have to actually think of uh, what is it that we want to do a SWOT on? So here it becomes a little bit important that we do not uh, jump head on without thinking through that uh, um, too generically. So for example, you, uh, we don't advise you to say, let us do SWOT on a, on a business uh, because that will be too generic. So we generally say, start with a statement. So in the statement, you're supposed to be a little bit specific um, so that you know that exactly what that is it that you want to do it. So we call it uh, start with a strategic problem or statement or start with a strategic statement. Uh, it could be as simple as, uh, you know, I, I want to transform uh, this business into a high performance culture, for example, or you some people are very KPI oriented and says, you know, I want to reduce the the defects rate um, by 12, 12% per year over the next three years. So normally you, it's good to start with a problem statement. And, um, and after you start with the problem statement, then given the problem statement, the next step will be to look at the factors affecting uh, that problem statement. Um, so at this stage is if you are talking about defects, then you have to look at uh, all the factors that contribute to defect. Um, so let's use the standard uh, 
uh, 4ME, which is man, machine, material, method, or environment. So you have to look at the factors, and, and the difficulty really is at this stage is the most difficult part is uh, this part where you're identifying the factors because it is the factors that you use to populate your SWOT. So normally, uh, when we are doing it, we start with all the factors and the factors could be as few as 10 and maybe as many as 20 or 30. And so what you do is you list out all the factors. Just think of it like a brainstorming session. You list out all the factors and given the factors, you put it on post-it notes um, and then you try to group the factors because sometimes the things are written differently. Uh, for for example, you write something like a customer complaint and you write defects. Now, if you feel that customer complaint and defects are probably in the same grouping, you may just put it one factor or you can keep it as separate. So after you are given the factors, then you look at the factors and you split the factors into external factors, those that you cannot control, and internal factors those that you can control. This is, remember, we started with the four quadrants in the SWAT. The top two quadrants are the strength and weakness. Those are internal factors that is within our control. And the bottom quadrant is the oxygen threat, which is the external factors that we cannot control. So let me repeat. We start with the strategic statement or problem statement, whatever you want to call it. Then we identify the factors that contribute that are relevant to that uh, statement and um, one simple tool to use is uh, 4ME man machine method and material and environment or you can look at other uh, tools that have different factors uh, there are quite a number of tools out there uh, that tells you what to look at uh, so then given these factors you need to split them into external factors and internal factors. And then we call this identifying the opportunities and threats. And then you just put them, if you think that uh, this is an opportunity, put it in opportunity. For example, if you are doing a restaurant business and uh, you know a new apartment block is coming up you know, opposite your restaurant, so that will be considered opportunity because if you have another 1,000 residents living in a condo, there will be opportunity for your business. Um, then you have to, now if rivals are opening up, you know, there's a new uh, shopping center with more restaurants, those will be considered a threat to you if you are looking at the restaurant business. So then you look over as the factors uh, that you think is relevant to your statement and you put them into your strength or your weakness. And um, once you have this, uh, you iterate and relate through the SWAT factors, uh, making sure that uh, making sure that uh, you have gone through them, um, and more important, validating whether your strengths are strength or your weakness are really weakness, and your opportunities are opportunities, and your threats are your threats. Uh, so once you have that. Um, what we have is you have generally what we call a completed SWAT. And uh, the next step will be to look at your SWAT and then to generate uh, options or strategic options from the SWAT. For example, looking at the strength over the opportunities or the strength over the threats or the weakness over the opportunity and the weakness over the threats. So once you have that, then you have a completed SWAT.
Uh, that in essence is uh, basically how we do a SWOT analysis. Um, and uh, so uh, this is um, probably if there is a demand for it or there's a request for it, um, each of these steps can be also in a separate uh, podcast where we elaborate more with examples and uh, uh, how-tos uh, to do this if there's a lot of interest in this. yeah. So in essence, this is how we do a SWAT. Um, this is probably the, the, the most important thing about SWAT is to, to really understand that, you know, there is basically some sort of a step-by-step -step process that you can do to get to a SWAT. All right. I really love that, but I will leave it to another episode for some examples. So for this episode, would you like to share some techniques, uh, takeaways and tips? Yeah. Let me start the, with the takeaway. So uh, a SWAT is a very useful tool. As a takeaway, a, a SWAT is a very useful tool for a leader or manager to have in his or her toolkit. So I would suggest that um, uh, most leaders should have this. And um, the most important thing about the SWAT takeaway is that please do not get this wrong. The strength and weakness are internal factors and the opportunity and threats are external factors. So that's the most important thing that uh, when you get your organization or the departments to do your SWAT, so a good exercise will be learn to do the SWOT and then to, uh, maybe at least in the, your yearly uh, analysis of every department, you know, for your annual strategy workshop to get everyone to do a SWOT to, to analyze some of the key factors for their department. So there'll be one takeaway. Get this into your ticket. Yeah, managers and leaders are listening to this podcast. Now, as for a technique, um, the way to do SWAT, the way that we do SWAT that uh, I would suggest to you is that uh, once you decide you want to do a SWAT, then start with a statement, a strategic statement or problem statement as you call it. From the statement, discover, identify and discover factors uh, that are relevant to that statement uh, for your SWAT. And given these factors, uh, group them into external factors and internal factors. And once you've grouped them into internal factors, evaluate each of these factors to see whether they qualify as an external factors will be qualified as an opportunity or a threat or qualify as a strength or weakness yeah, if you're looking at the uh, internal factors. So once you have done this, you have to reiterate and relate through the swap factors to make sure they are really solid and that you that they are actually uh, a strength or a weakness or opportunity or threat. And once you have gone through this iteration process, by the way, as you go through the iteration, you may make changes to your uh, the uh, fill up SWAT, yeah, your four quadrants. And once you have done that, um, then you go to the next step, which is you generate options uh, from the SWAT. That will be the technique that we are currently using uh, that I'm sharing with you. As for the tip, uh, the most important tip is called the ME tip, which is mutually exclusive tip. Um, this is something that we discover having practiced SWAT for, you know, on and off for the last 20 years, which is that um, 
in a lot of SWAT, uh, you discover people use the same factors. For example, uh, when you are doing business, uh, it's quite common for someone to put China is a opportunity. And then right the next squadron, they'll put China is also a threat. And so they'll say China is an opportunity because we can market to China. China is a threat because uh, they can also take away our market share. So what we always ask you to do is to be mutually exclusive to make sure that if you put China, make a choice. Is China going to be a threat for you or China going to be an opportunity for you? But China should not be perceived as opportunity threat, for example. yeah. So, you know, I give you an example about mutual exclusivity, a tip, which is that they put down there uh, a, a strength, uh, young, dynamic workforce. Weakness, inexperienced workforce. Now, if you listen carefully, they are the front of the hand and the back of the hand, as we say. So basically, you're writing two statements, which is you can't decide whether your young workforce, but inexperience is a strength or weakness. So here you have to go back to the, the, the step that we say iterate and relate through the swap factors. If the workforce is an important factor, so decide whether, you know, are you opening a hip happening cafe? Then the young workforce with music, with modern music, will probably be a strength, even though they are inexperienced. Yeah? But if you, are, if you are doing something that requires uh, precision work, very, a lot of stability and all that, probably the experienced workforce will be a strength, and having a lot of young people inexperienced will be a weakness. So what we always ask is, please decide. Be mutually exclusive on your factors. Do not have the same factors appear in both, right, and that right in the strength or weakness or the same factor in opportunity and threat. That is our tip for the day. And really, uh, this is hardly ever uh, spoken of in people who do SWAT. Yeah? So that's it for today. Uh, Alex, I'll pass it back to you. Thank you so much, Kenza. I'm totally going to note down the part where you mentioned to be specific with your statement and to ensure that the weaknesses and strengths are mutually exclusive. Now, possibles, be sure to tune in for the next episode where we will cover more about the SWOT analysis. Thank you for joining in this episode of I Make Possible Podcast. If you learn something, we only have one request in return. Know it, use it, and coach it. 